protein is the king of macros. At least you would think that considering how popular it is among dieters, athletes, and even regular people who are just wanting to eat a better diet. So it's not surprising many people want to be eating more foods with more protein. But how do you do so? What are foods you can start eating to really maximize protein? That is what today's episode is about. I'm going to be sharing 10 protein foods that I recommend as a sports dietitian and nutritionist. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports statistician nutrition coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach Peak Podcast Experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian, and today we're talking protein, okay? Protein, protein, protein. Specifically, what are 10 protein foods that will make hitting your protein targets easier than ever? In some ways, you could kind of consider this a bit of a tracking macros for beginners, a part of that, but really it can help anyone, anyone who's just trying to eat more protein because as popular as it is and as easily as you can get it in the, in the diet technically, you'd be potentially surprised how many people actually struggle to hit protein intake because of not so much a lack of knowledge, but just a lack of kind of understanding around the diversity of foods that can actually help you do so and just some clarity around how to do so. So hopefully this episode really helps kind of dial things down for you and provide a bit of a spark plug, so to speak, to help you hit your protein a bit more effectively. Because I think if I give you a top 10 list, then you, you know what you can pick from. It essentially becomes a bit of a, a cheat sheet for you. So without further ado, let's just get straight into it, okay? Let's just get straight into it. So number one on this list of 10 protein foods that I recommend is gonna be an all faithful, one that's gonna be boring, but it's like boring to hear, I should say, but it's true, and that's chicken, okay? I don't think it uh, surprises anyone to hear that good old chicken is here. It's still one of the most versatile, affordable, and delicious sources of protein that you can have in different capacities throughout your day. So of course it has to go on this list, even if it's a cliche answer. Now, I personally recommend if you can, go skinless chicken where possible or where suitable, just because it makes it a bit more calorie friendly. But as long as it works within your own individual needs, you're good to go. Now, number two on the list is turkey. Now, turkey goes on this list for a very similar, but alternative, as a very similar, I guess, but alternative option to chicken. It's used in the same way, has a very similar nutritional profile and calorie profile, all the while providing a bit of a different flavor as well. So it can give you a bit of a, a difference when you may be experiencing some boredom around your, your, your taste fatigue and all that sort of stuff because you're eating the same thing. Turkey could be a good alternative to chicken. And like chicken, try and go skinless where possible. Now, the third one is eggs, which is what I call nature's protein ball. And for good reason. I mean, Eggs in themselves provide one of the most highest quality proteins out there, and not to mention all the nutrients that it comes with. So not only are you getting a hit of protein, you're getting a hit of nutrients in itself. Okay, we're talking micronutrients here. So you can't go wrong with it. They're very versatile, they're delicious, they're affordable, and they're very, you know, very easy to make for most people. So that always goes a long way to make nutrition more simplified for you. There's roughly about six grams of protein, if you're wondering, in one egg. 
So you can see quickly that you can form a real good basis of a meal or even just easily fortify a meal by just adding some good old excellence. Eh, eh, eh. You get it? You get it? <laughs> anyway, let's go on to number four. Number four is salmon, my favorite fish to recommend. Okay, salmon is probably the best fish you can eat from a nutritional standpoint and from a, like a balance between nutritional and, and taste standpoint. It ties sardines for me in terms of actual actual nutrient, like nutrition, but not everyone likes sardines. Therefore, I will always recommend more salmon to my athletes, you know, all my clients and stuff like that because it helps you get protein. Yes, 100%, it's fish, but it also helps get you a good, decent serve of healthy fats and that can't go understated. Okay, that's something that's really, really important. So specifically salmon, you know, it's rich in omega freeze or AKA fish oil, as we call it. And it helps, you know, with health, functionality and recovery, obviously. Now, number five is another kind of another food from the sea <laughs> and that's prawns. Or if you're somewhere else, you know, if you're not in Australia, New Zealand or the UK, maybe you call it shrimp if you're in North America. So this crustacean is a sensation when it comes to protein calorie ratio because it's super lean but very good high and very high in protein, so to speak. So it becomes a really calorie friendly, super lean option that gives you a nice hit of protein. It's truly an underrated protein source, to be honest. It's one of the ones where if people ask me, Alexa, you know, what's a protein food that maybe I'm not thinking about? I will say prawns most of the time. People just don't think about it, even though we know. Okay, so prawns, real, real good option for you, as long as you know you can tolerate it and all that sort of stuff. Number six is now onto, before we get onto some other options, I didn't want to throw in a plant-based one here because it doesn't all have to come from animal-based foods, okay? And you may be a vegetarian or a vegan and you want some options for yourself. Now, keep in mind, like overall, you'll notice this list is not really exhaustive on the plant-based proteins, but I have included some of the best players in the game when it comes to plant-based protein. Ones that if you can include this in your diet, you're good to go. And that's why number six, I put a combination of soy, soybean-based proteins. I've said tofu slash tempeh slash texturized vegetable protein or TVP for short. When it comes to plant-based protein and vegan nutrition in general, you really can't go past any of these foods because they're based on soybeans. Okay? It's just they're very high in quality. At the end of the day, they're very high quality plant-based protein and it's a complete protein, which is you know, an added benefit when it comes to plant-based nutrition because not all of the proteins are complete. So you have to consider how's your overall diet going so you can really maximize the, I guess, the benefits you get from your protein. Now, even if you're not a vegan or a vegetarian, eating more plant-based proteins can obviously be helpful as well. So keep that in mind. I do it. A lot of my clients do it. Maybe you should too. Now, number seven, good old red meat. One that you probably knew is going to be on this list and maybe I didn't even need to include it on this list, just like chicken, but I will because at the end of the day, it is something for you to consider. And red meat is honestly a classic protein staple which needs no introduction. Whether it's beef, lamb, pork, or even kangaroo, red meat will always be a reliable source of protein to help you recover and build your body. However, be conscious though because red meat does tend to have higher amounts of saturated fats than other cuts of meat and other types of meat generally, especially if you're looking for calorie control. This is something to be wary of, but also if you've got underlying health issues that might warrant you to be more conscious of the type of fat you're eating, this could be something to be cautious of. Now, nevertheless, red meat in moderation can be perfectly fine in addition to one's total diet and nutrition strategy. So unless there's a specific reason, you don't have to fear red meat. There's this big misconception that any red meat is going to be bad for you. Remember, it all depends on the bigger picture. Now we're getting closer to the end of the list and now we're onto some of my 
more favorite sources of protein, aka the dairy group, okay? So first of all, we got cottage cheese. Now, I was going to include all cheese here, and to be honest, you very well could, okay? So I could just say, yeah, number eight, cheese. But I'll say specifically cottage cheese for a specific reason, and that's because I guess it's both super lean, okay? So it's very calorie friendly, but the biggest reason I included it specifically in this list rather than cheese in general is because it's understated among dieters when it comes to your protein attention, okay? You, you, you may be knowing about all the other cheeses, but you may not be thinking about cottage cheese. So trust me, cheese in general, very suitable protein option that can be added to foods, eaten as a snack, or added to your diet as a fortification tool. But cottage cheese is one to warrant your attention because it's an underrated, it's an underrated player in the game. So yeah, go ahead and try it out if you haven't. Now, number nine, probably my favorite protein source, or right up there at least, top two free at least, and that's Greek yogurt, okay? I personally love Chibani yogurt, but I will eat other yogurts as well. I've got, you know, brands from Aldi that I like to eat. I just, I love yogurt. It's good as a snack. It's good to add to meals. It's just gives you a hit of protein, gives you a hit of calcium, nutrients, and best of all, it's always delicious. Like, I can always be in the mood to have some yogurt. It's one of my, like I said, it's one of my favorite protein food staples of all time. True MVP due to its versatility and protein quality. Now, I always recommend you choose the high protein version where possible, such as I got it, Chobani, the Yo Pros, the Siggies, all those other ones. But it doesn't really matter as long as you're eating yogurt, it will help bridge some gaps in your protein intake. So just find the yogurt that you can enjoy that's affordable for you and that you actually like, and you're good to go. And then finally, we have number 10, which is skim milk, okay? Finally, the last of the list, which will also something that I feel is underrated, and that's milk in general, because there's this this notion that milk is bad for you to the point now where every recipe calls for adding almond milk and stuff like that to it, and nothing wrong with that. But I can just see how most of it is because people think you can't have milk. Milk is always, generally always, at least in my opinion, going to add a better flavor profile to things than, than things like almond milk, but people just tend to think that milk is crappy for you, and it's honestly not. Unless, unless you're allergic or intolerant to lactose or whatever, you can have milk, and go for skim milk if you can tolerate it as well, if you like it, because it's such a good way to add protein without minimal hit of calories. I mean, it's a food staple, one of my food staples, 100%. Always, if you open my fridge, you'll always see a carton of skim milk in there. Yeah, it can really be the cherry on top of the sundae when it helps to hit your macros easily and in a nourishing way. Whether you drink it as a glass, as a snack, or a meal top-up, or whether you just add it to food such as cereals or oats just to fortify it, milk really is a potential hero in the, di- in the dietary protein optimization game. So don't look past it. If you like milk, go for it. Don't let anyone scare you into thinking you can't have it. So there you go. So there you go. <laughs> That's my top 10 list of protein foods, okay? So now that you know that what, you, what protein foods you can have, you can really literally plug and play, okay? Plug and play into your nutrition plan to really start dialing down your protein and improving your nutritional balance and your dietary quality. Eating protein in general, it's, it's important for a number of different reasons as an active person, from building muscle to retaining muscle to improving recovery and energy levels, a lot of it, okay? Therefore, you can say that protein optimization with help, will help with uh, performance optimization as well, which I know for many of you could be a desired outcome. Now go and try those protein foods and you'll be sweet. So just a quick recap, just in case you want me to do it. Uh, the t- 10 protein foods, it's chicken, turkey, eggs, salmon, prawns, uh, tofu slash tempeh slash texturized vegetable protein, uh, red meat, cottage cheese, though all cheeses, 
Greek yogurt, and finally, milk. Specifically, I said skim milk. I hope this episode has really been helpful for you. I hope it's given you a bit of an insight and clarity around how you can really boost your protein intake. Okay, I really hope it has. And if you've got any questions, please reach out. If you're in the show notes below, you'll be able to see my email, my Instagram, all that sort of stuff. You just shoot me a message, okay? You just slide right into my DMs and say, hey, Alexa, listen to that episode on 10 protein foods and then ask your question or just let me know that it helped you. Honestly, this podcast is really one of my passion projects where it really helps people uh, aim, aim to help people, you know. So if it has helped you, please let me know. It's always nice to hear. I always like to hear what value and impact this podcast has provided, you know, the greater community. So yeah, let me know. But until next time, stay classy, stay safe as we approach the festive season. And I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. And of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay